Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harris here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. It was an eventful into the week. We got a little bit of what seems like a buy the rumor, sell the news event. A lot of people were looking for a big round, a next round of stimulus and first round from the Biden administration. And it was a little underwhelming for most people. We, we really didn't have any projections on what it would be, uh, but heard a lot of rumors that it could be anywhere from the two and a half trillion all the way up to, to three to four trillion even from some sources. But then today, or last night when they announced it, coming back with 1.9 trillion, which was even less than what the Trump administration was projecting for uh, previously. So I think there was a little bit of, of disappointment here, and that's why we got the sell the news event that we saw today. At least that that might have been a part of some of our action in the market today. There's also been a lot of concerns, and, and rightfully so, that the V-shaped recovery in our economy, not talking about the stock market, just the economy, is starting to slow after some of the recent employment reports and unemployment reports that, that we've been getting so there's a little concern about that there as well, but even with the down sessions like we got today, the V-shaped recovery in our stock market really lives on here. We continue to see this as a little bit of an overbought pause, the pause that refreshes the market. All of our major indexes are still within their ranges of new all-time highs. We only take a couple of strong sessions to get us back there. So no real concerns in the action today yet, but we'll be paying attention and reporting on that more here. We also got our first round of earnings releases this morning, which were a little bit of a disappointment for Q4 earnings for the bank stocks. That's where we began today. JP Morgan led the way, had a nice beat on top line estimates. We didn't see the same from Citi and Wells Fargo. Uh, coming in much lower in their year-over-year year. from Q4 2019, which was a pretty strong quarter. Once we get to the point where we're getting Q1 reports versus Q1 of last year and Q2 reports, we're going to see some monster beats. Just with all everything that happened last year, coronavirus, insanity, those were rough quarters. So we're ready here for – it's going to be an exciting Q1 earnings season when we get there in April – uh, but we've got a little time to go from there. We're just kicking off on Q4 earnings. We'll be reporting on that here. But the financials have been on quite a tear lately. Uh, the first round of earnings today did not help them, though. Financial stocks down pretty big on the day. Let's take a look here, see what some of our biggest laggards were. Uh, J.P. Morgan, like I said, beat, but was down over 2% on the day-to-day. Wells Fargo down almost 8%, and Citigroup down over 6.5%. Like I said, after a pretty good run from this group, maybe just a little bit of a pause here on that bad news. Looking at our markets on the day, as I mentioned earlier, we were down. Uh, This is actually the first down week that we've had for the NASDAQ and the Dow since the beginning of December. And if you look at that chart on a weekly basis, interesting to do from time to time, the last two months or so, anytime there's been a down week, it's been followed by three really strong weeks. But if you're looking for strength here, you have to look at the Russell 2000. It's been our leader 
for the major indexes. For the last few months now, a lot of people talk about the NASDAQ, but small caps have really been on fire. They've now finished positive in 10 out of the last 11 weeks. And that includes this week as well, even though they were down 1.5% today. And I found this really interesting. The NASDAQ and the Dow... For 2021 so far, we've had about 10 trading sessions on the year now. They're up in about the 1% range or so. The Russell 2000, even after being down 1.5% today, is already up 7.5% in the first 10 trading sessions of this year. That's some serious leadership that, that we're seeing from that group right now. And we think that's going to continue as well. But we are entering... A seasonally weak period for our markets the end of January after the Santa Claus rally, which of course ends after the first two days of the new year. So we're long past that now. But the second half of January historically can be a, I I don't even want to say weak, more of just a, a pause for the markets. And as we've been talking about here, we could use a little pause. We've come a long way. Uh, even with today's action, we've still come a long way. And we are, we have been at overbought levels. So again, the pause that refreshes this market. But we want to see January end on a high note. As the old saying goes, so goes January, so goes the rest of the year. Um, so we continue to see this being a strong market here. And we're going to use pullbacks like this to either add new positions or add to existing positions Uh as a matter of fact, we'd love to get another couple days of this, work off all of that overbought pressure, and get back heavily into this market. But looking at them on the day, the Russell 2000 was our laggard, finishing down roughly 1.5% to 2,123. We were followed there by the NASDAQ, down 0.87%, almost just barely below 13,000 at 12,998. And next up was the S&P 500 down 0.72% to 3,768. And then our leader on the day, if you want to call it that, the Dow down 0.57% to 30,814. Also want to point out the VIX has been up the last couple of sessions now, up another 4.78% today to a 24 on the VIX. And that is a historically high level there on the VIX. So something to watch for. Looking at our internals on the day, we got a Phenomenal day for the internals yesterday. Something like since 1970, maybe it was 1980. I don't have the numbers right in front of me. But since over the last 30 plus years, there have only been 15 trading sessions with stronger new 52-week highs in the NASDAQ than we got yesterday. So that is an impressive number from the internals we got yesterday. So even with the action that we got in our internals today, We're not seeing any really big warning signs yet, even with declines beating out advances two to one negative on the day. We would have to see that continue. We need a few days in a row of that if we started to get to the point where we're seeing four to one declining stocks beating out advances or more for a couple of days in a row. That's some real level for concern there, but we're not quite there yet. New 52-week highs to lows continue to be our bright spot, finishing with 328 stocks hitting new 52-week highs to just 11 hitting new 52-week lows. That's just an impressive number again, even on a big down day like today. 
Just 11 stocks hitting new 52-week lows. And lastly here, volume. Weak on the NYSE, coming in over 2 to 1 negative on the day, but just barely negative on the NASDAQ. So again, not what you want to see here, but we could use a little pause, so no big concerns. We could have gotten worse numbers today. Um, Mixed to negative, I would call it here, but... Again, we'll be reporting on, on this here and staying, keeping you up to date on what's going on in the internals. Next, let's take a look at our sectors on the day. Real estate was our leader, up a nice 1.46%, and that is a big indicator for the VRA investing system here. Housing remains strong. That's a leading economic indicator, so good news there. We are followed by utilities as they are the largest borrowers in the country. Rates were down again today. So helping out the utilities, we're followed by healthcare and communication services. Our laggards on the day were energy, oil got hit today. This, is, this group has really been a leader for the last, uh, last few weeks, uh, but down 4% on the day today. We're followed there by financials, materials, and industrials. Tech was down just under 1% on the day, but the semis down almost 2% on the day. We just hit new all-time highs yesterday, though. So no, again, similar story, no huge cause for concern here yet since we are within range of those all-time highs, but we're watching closely. Lastly, here for today, our VRA commodity watch, gold. Couldn't catch a bid today. Maybe a little surprising for some considering this new announcement on stimulus, even though it's not quite as high as people thought it might be. That's still $1.9 trillion going into the system. And a lot of that fiat currency just getting pumped in. You think that would give gold a chance to rally, but down 1.37% on the day to 1,826 an ounce. Silver down an even bigger 4% now on the day to $24.74 an ounce. Copper down as well 1.77% to $3.59 a pound. And lastly, oil, as I mentioned earlier, lower on the day, now down 2.63% to $52.16 a barrel. And lastly for today, Bitcoin. What a week. From this group, I mean, start ending last week over forty thousand, going all the way back down to a little over thirty thousand, rallying all the way back up, and then down ten percent today, nine point eight six percent now to thirty five thousand seven hundred and ninety nine a bitcoin. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at vrainsider.com slash podcast. We'd love to have you with us. And as always, please send any questions you have. We'll get to them here to support at vrainsider.com. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.